0: Hello and welcome back to Frank and Friends. On today's episode we're going to talk about character analysis between the characters in Frankenstein and the rhyme of the ancient mariner. Um, I'm Lindsay Taylor and today we have Adam Schwartz, Samantha Nieves, and Yamachika, and Alexa Moline with me to help discuss these topics. So today I'm going to start with the first question of how does Frankenstein and his creature foil one another? Um, yeah, I think one way that they
1: definitely foil each. Oh, no, sorry. go ahead. Sorry. I think, I think one of the biggest ways that they are foils of each other is through their emotions and their emotional responses to things. Like we can see that Victor Frankenstein reacts with a lot of like fear and uncertainty, and he's he's very much like a coward throughout the story and we can see his monster is much more like empathetic towards other people and he's much more loving and caring and the thing about frankenstein's creation is that he's always in the beginning he was always forgiving like if we look at the the beginning of the book and the experiences that he had with the different age groups of people he always saw he always tried to see the better in people after they after they hurt him like for example the little girl drowning in the river mm-hmm. like After all humanity had done to him, he was still empathetic and forgiving, and he saved that little girl just to get shot. And then beyond that, he even tried to um, introduce himself to a little boy. So I think that that was one of the biggest ways he was a foil is just through like their caring. And that could be from a lack of experience and a lot more innocence. But that was definitely one of the biggest ways that they were opposites.
0: So moving on from the Frankenstein characters, how do you think Frankenstein and the ancient Mariner are both similar and different?
2: Uh, so I would say that just the way that their actions, either directly or indirectly, led to the deaths of so many people around them. Mm-hmm. Um, were like Frankenstein, it was almost his his um, refusal to take responsibility that, that led to all of this. Um, and I just think that he was kind of just a not reliable character throughout the story. I agree. I, I think Frankenstein
0: felt it. a little bit more um, he was more not like willing to op- or admit to his um, about what he created and how it led to the demise of so many people um, where I think yeah, at... he didn't
2: speak about his guilt.
0: Exactly. And I think that the Ancient Mariner felt more guilty and knew that he had to do something about what happened when he killed the albatross. that he knew he was guilty and had to do something about it to kind of relieve that guilt right yeah oh go ahead Go ahead. go ahead no like
1: i was just gonna say like adding on to that like really quickly i think like frankenstein like just always like pretended like everything was okay around him like just so like his family wouldn't be like worried and stuff but like that actually led to like creating more conflict and, like, more of a demise in, like, his life compared to the Mariner, who just, like, admitted and, like, owned up and, like, tried to fix things. Yeah, and they also had a different reaction to nature. If we look at the ancient Mariner, we can see that he was actually disgusted by all of the, as he describes them as, slimy animals and creatures that were living in the water that he was in. And... Um, In the same way, Frankenstein was disgusted by his creation, and then he was even further disgusted by the female counterpart that he was about to make. And so we can see that the ancient mariner actually comes around and starts to appreciate the vivid colors of the creature and kind of sees the beauty of it. And Victor Frankenstein never came around to that, which kind of shows his lack of empathy and love and care for nature and God's creations.
3: Personally, -hmm. personally for me, I think there is that scene where Frankenstein and the monster had a talk where the monster told uh, Frankenstein everything about what has happened since the beginning of his life. And I think that, like, the way I read it, I felt a little bit of, like, Victor understanding him a little bit more, like, knowing what he went through and, like, not seeing him totally as a monster but it was just for that brief moment as like, you know, afterward, obviously, they still had like lots of tensions, fears, and, but, you know, when I read that, I felt like they had like a small connection.
1: Yeah, and I don't think we should ignore the biggest similarity that they had was their, um, their kind of mentality that they had the right to decide what could be created and destroyed mm-hmm. and that's kind of where they're different is frankenstein was trying to play play the, uh, the role of god and create create life which he shouldn't have and you can see all of those repercussions throughout the story and in in the same turn the ancient mariner decided who got to live and who got to die by killing the albatross so he was killing the creation of god which he had absolutely no right to and further in the story you can see the consequences of that so they both kind of learn their lesson both try and kind of play the role of god
0: i agree i think it's also very ironic that um the mariner felt like compelled almost to tell the other we- like tell the wedding guest his story and what happened and felt like that was his like his like um what's the word that was his thing he had to do um whereas victor felt more compelled to not compelled, but he knew that he wasn't going to say anything. He didn't want to take responsibility. So I think that was also a big difference um, was kind of like their mentality and how they dealt with problems.
3: Yeah, and also the, I agree with that. And also the um, the wedding guest constantly mentions like in Breaks from the Story how he's like as- afraid of the mariner in the story. Just like how Victor is constantly like doesn't tell the monster but we know as is- readers that he's afraid of the monster and, like, what he's going to do to his family and what he might do to himself.
0: So, kind of going off of this, onto the last question, do you think that Frankenstein was more like the Mariner, or do you think that Walton was more, most like the Mariner?
2: I would say that Frankenstein is actually most like the Mariner. Same. The only real difference I see in this is that Frankenstein is, like, we're watching him through the story live it like as it's happening and experience all of this Mm -hmm. and with the mariner like yes we're we're seeing it happen but it's like we already know that it was in the past and it just evokes different emotions from reading that
3: yeah I can see that I see how like they both tampered with like supernatural events like killing the, the albatross and creating life you know I can see how those two relate to each other and how they, you know, stirred up their whole story. But I also see how it's like Walton in a way like, you know, it's two curious adventurers that, you know, one uh, have like ambitions to travel and they both get like stuck in the ice. You know, they both
1: yeah.
3: uh, experience some sort of story. I
1: agree.
3: Walton hears a story from Victor and then the mariner on the flip side has a story to tell out of his experience.
0: I agree. I think that the, um, I'm kind of on both sides, but I think that Walton was really easy to relate to the Mariner because, of kind of like their stories and who they were as like a person, um, not so much the actions and the other, um, other problems that arose during the story. They seem very, um, similar right off the bat, especially with the, um, with the whole, like, theme of the ocean and the sea and those kind of issues that they dealt with in that aspect of the story. I think that is the end of this episode. I think um, everyone got in a bunch of good points about what we thought. So that's going to conclude the character analysis episode. Um, Thank you for listening. Thanks, Lindsay.